Can you say no and establish boundaries without needing to feel anger or even a slight sense of agitation first? Maybe anger has become your boundary. Stay with me to find out more about this cycle and how to break it. Hi, my name is Yvette Rose, author and founder of Metaphysical Anatomy, which is a book of 679 medical ailments. Through working with thousands of people, I realized how we all share the same emotional trauma points and emotional stress connected to the same ailments. And we all share this globally. And guys, welcome to today's talk about the root causes of anger. And in this series, we're going to be diving deeper into anger and boundaries. Now, anger is often used to establish boundaries, but it is also felt to perhaps help you to recognize when a boundary is overstepped in your life. Now, let's quickly look at defining what a boundary is, because in part one, you already learned the foundational groundwork of what, of what anger really is about from a bigger perspective. So, Boundaries also, remember, it defines our territory. It's almost like that space in which you feel safe. You know, it could be physical boundaries and it could also be emotional boundaries. So physical boundaries here in this case, what I want to talk first is it's almost like where you end and where another person stops and starts, right? So it's almost like your outside world, anything from outside of you. That is your physical space. That's where we normally tend to establish physical boundaries. Now, this can include, for example, feeling, you know, someone is overstepping or disrespecting your physical space. And that could be perhaps in the form of touching a person in a way that would maybe make them feel a little bit uncomfortable without their permission. As well as, you know, physical boundaries like your home, that's a physical boundary. Like if you go to the gym and you have a locker and you put your stuff in there, that is a physical boundary. Then we also have emotional boundaries. And this will define, for example, your emotional space. Now, a similar principle here also basically applies to spiritual and financial and intellectual boundaries. Now, boundaries are also experienced from a very early age as well, where we start to feel our emotions, right? So an emotional boundary could be when someone does something that makes you feel really, really uncomfortable. Then you feel like you've reached a certain threshold and limit where it's like, I don't feel good in this, that's enough, stop. So boundaries in general, when we bring it all together, we start to experience that, like I said, from a very, very early age, even before birth. Now, guys, I know this might sound very harsh, but I really want to make a point here because this is such a good example of how early our boundaries are already established. There was an abortion that was documented. It was actually filmed. And the moment before the fetus was aborted, it actually physically moved away from the instrument. It moved away. It doesn't have an intellectual brain. It doesn't have necessarily cognitive awareness of its environment, but it could sense that its boundary has been overstepped. There was an invasion. We can take it even further back to say organisms, 
You know, that, for example, would demonstrate a certain level of conscious awareness relating to boundaries in its environment. If it's in a certain environment and it doesn't like it or it feels threatened, it will shapeshift, it will change its, its makeup, meaning its internal makeup to something that's more resilient, or it will change environments. There's already an awareness of when its ability to survive is threatened. Now that's having a consciousness and that's having a conscious awareness of boundary thresholds. So let's come back to boundaries. Boundaries as in the human form. Now, if you, and I, and I wanted to share that with you because I really just wanted to make a point that boundaries doesn't just start from the moment when you are born, when you feel people touching you or when you remember it or not, it stretches far and beyond before that. That's a really important point that I wanted to make. And it also just shows you how subtle, how absolutely subtle this awareness of boundaries can be. That we sometimes don't have conscious cognitive awareness of it, yet we can feel it. Now, let's have a look here. If you don't have healthy boundaries, and even if you don't know what your personal boundaries are, then how are you going to be able to even recognize it? How are other people even going to recognize it? You see, so how other people also respect you is a reflection of how well you are able to establish your boundaries. Because in the cases like that, when you are not clear, then there's no clear conscious and subconscious projections or guidelines in terms of what you will tolerate and not tolerate that people can easily pick up on. Now, boundaries here in this case, it's also not shown through maybe body language, but it can also be through verbal communication, right? So you have, for example, trouble communicating yourself, then of course, you're going to have poor boundaries. You're going to have poor personal boundaries because poor personal boundaries has a big ripple effect and it often does not have a good ending. If there's no clear line as to where and how far, for example, you can be pushed, then the odds of people disrespecting you are far higher. Much more, the chances are much stronger of that actually taking place. So the aspect that you might be most challenged by is not even knowing yourself well enough to know where your boundaries are. When you've reached your limit, where's your threshold? Now that begs the question, why would you use anger to establish a boundary? You know, whether it's an emotional boundary or a physical boundary. Now, the reason for that is that normally in the past is because maybe you have experienced emotional or physical abuse and the wounded or suppressed traumatized part of you is so saturated with feeling powerless and vulnerable and safe that anger has now become your boundary. It has become your tool that you use to access this emotional state that makes you feel confident and strong and to finally express, gives you that push to express an opinion and also a threshold or an emotion that you normally would not have been able to express or take an action on without the presence of anger. Now, anger also serves to show you that a boundary has been overstepped. Now, normally when you actually get angry or when you feel resentful, 
then yes, perhaps a boundary has been overstepped. However, the anger and the resentment is actually a delayed response, indicating to you that your boundary has been crossed a long time ago. It means that you actually missed, you missed that fine line that was overstepped by someone or when circumstances maybe became too much and you didn't take action quick enough or recognize it fast enough in order to avoid the boundary failure that you just experienced. Now, that feeling, for example, could be that you feel that you were not allowed to have these physical and emotional boundaries and space that you really perhaps needed as a child. You were not able to speak your truth and, your, and you know, really express your voice, express your opinion and how you were made to feel maybe uncomfortable or disrespected in the past. And the list can go on. So all these factors could be unresolved wounds from your past that cause you to have a certain level of numbness to not recognize when boundaries were being crossed because it just wasn't respected back then. Where you were not able to recognize that fine line when your boundaries were being crossed, meaning you were not able to exercise understanding how your mind and your body reacts when a boundary is being crossed. So that part has almost been forgotten. It's been suppressed. It's been numbed. So of course, it's going to be much harder to consciously recognize when that fine line, that threshold has been overstepped. Let's also look at when anger and aggression becomes false confidence. I want to talk just briefly a little bit more about this because it's more about becoming aggressive when people, for example, overstep your boundaries now in this case. Aggression is an accumulation of many boundaries, like I said, has been overstepped in the past. And you really have now reached your limit. And normally in most cases, this is subconsciously because you're so used to automatically suppressing how you feel that you don't consciously realize how you're layering up these suppressed emotions. And so you reach your limitation, right? You reach that limit in terms of what you will and will not tolerate. And now what you, for example, will notice here is that it's much easier to say no when you're really pissed off rather than just being in a good and happy state and still saying no without it needing to ruin your day. So aggression is not confidence. It's an overcorrection of overstepped boundaries. And sometimes we also just completely surrendered and don't even try to establish a boundary. And the will to establish boundaries have maybe be completely wiped out, as I said earlier. And that, guys, is where the danger lies. Because a person who's even exhausted and depleted from being on the receiving end of maybe abuse or anger or intimidation, they also have their limits. And this typically can happen when the victim becomes the abuser. Because they observe the aggressor and their behavior and learn to see the unhealthy benefit in being angry. And when this person was angry, you probably noticed that they were listened to, they were respected, but they were respected out of fear and not because they were admired or necessarily appreciated. If anything, they were probably hated and resented. And you might also have noticed that they got some things done as where 
one maybe for like they got things done that they normally would not have gotten done if they were not so angry or aggressive now this pattern will only set you up for a very lonely life and potentially just people who love you out of fear and not for the sake of love itself i know for sure as i told you earlier in the earlier videos that 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 absolutely was a pattern for me and i noticed that in my relationship especially my friendship dynamics now you will also never find the happiness and peace that you're most likely searching for because anger is the opposite vibration to happiness anger just traps you in a state of mind that only holds you know grudges and resentment and it will ultimately disconnect you from your true authentic self who is meant to be peaceful and in sync with your present life with your future, your friends, you know, love, family, and higher purpose. It's also important here to explore what your associations are with setting boundaries. Do you perhaps use anger to express boundaries? I guess in this case, if you're here with me, it's safe to say yes, right? Do you use aggression? Do you use resentment, like built up resentment and rigidity or even resistance and stubbornness to set boundaries? All these tactics are only causing more problems and it's pushing people away and it's robbing you of your joy and your quality of life. You know, which emotional states do you use and do you also revert to when you express a boundary? Now, what would be a really great exercise for you to look at is that when I express a boundary, I feel X, Y, Z. Look at the emotions that you feel. Look at potential root causes as to why you would feel these emotions. Meaning, are the emotions that you're feeling actually have a direct correlation with the situation that you're dealing with? Or... Is the situation being taken out of context because of old wounds that are being triggered now that's coming forward, that's causing you to feel the way that you do, causing you to also revert to the state of anger? So that would be a very, very good point for you to look at. And Another aspect here that it will do is, is going to give you a completely different perspective in terms of having conscious awareness of anger in the moment and the times when you actually need to express a boundary. So when you feel that rage coming up, explore it. Because it's there to tell you that an old wound is now being poked at. And sometimes it can be a, an innocent person that is now accidentally doing or saying something that's hurting you, that's poking at you, but it's not with the intention to hurt you. So in that case, take a deep breath, feel the rage, have awareness of it. And, and most importantly of all, be okay with the fact that it's there. Because the worst thing that you can do is trying to fight it. It's trying to resist feeling it. Because when you try to resist feeling it, you're going to feel even more angry because now you're making yourself wrong for feeling a very valid and real feeling. The reaction is there. 
So don't try to sell yourself that it's not there when you know it's there. You're trying to fool yourself and it's making you angry, right? Be okay with the anger being there. Firstly, if you are in doubt of what is actually really going on, are you being now taken advantage of? Is there something from your past that's being triggered? Take a deep breath. Feel the rage. And it's almost like give the rage a voice in that moment. Tell me why are you here? Why are you upset? And let me tell you that rage is going to give you a message. It's going to give, it's going to shout something. It's going to say something. You're going to intuitively feel it. And yes, you're going to feel like you're making it up. And no, you're not. Listen to that message. Whatever that message is telling you, it's going to bring you one step closer to the fact whether how you feel is it out of context or are you actually really genuinely be recognizing and becoming aware of a boundary that you have that is now being overstepped and of course this still has to do with boundaries not being about meaning your boundaries being overstepped but also how you're going to react from that moment because from that moment you are now also going to be establishing a boundary but look at to what extent does a boundary need to be expressed and does a boundary even need to be expressed in that moment? Because if your boundaries are not being overstepped, then why express a boundary? You see, so be mindful of feelings of irritation, agitation, resentment, even though it's an indication that a boundary has been overstepped a long time ago or at least a perceived boundary or an old wound has been poked on. At least have awareness that you don't react in the moment. Get clarity as to why you feel the way that you do so that your reaction and your response can be as balanced and constructive as possible. So guys, thank you for joining me for this video and I look forward to catching you in the next video that's going to be part of this series. So if you're having troubles with boundaries, guys, go to healingyourboundaries.com. I have a very powerful online healing course designed to help you how to establish boundaries, how to heal old wounds as a result of boundaries also being overstepped. It's going to be a mover and a shaker of a course for you. And it's online. You can do it whenever it suits you. And so until next time, be the light that you are. Hi guys, thank you for joining me and remember to grab your copy of Metaphysical Anatomy on Amazon 679 Medical Elements and I also wrote about the psychosomatic root causes of that and I'm spoiling it because I even added key points for you to start looking at important questions that you can ask yourself to start improving your quality of life and also remember to catch me on Instagram Rose one with the digit one and Metaphysical Anatomy on our Facebook fan page. Bye guys!